So whether you're single or married, if you have friends, companions who encourage you in a way that would dishonor God, those are companions that you need to relate to for the purpose of evangelism. Mm. But those should not be the people you're walking with on a daily basis. Mm. I mean, that's a dangerous place to put yourself in. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Well, welcome again to another episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Philpott. We'd really like for you to join us in this conversation. So as you have questions or concerns or maybe topics you'd like to propose, just leave that in the comments section or send us an email. Now remember, Straight Truth is a listener-supported podcast. So if you'd like more information about how you can help us produce this podcast week after week, just go to our website, straighttruth.net. Our next question is uh, a, a question offered by the listeners, and it's a, sort of a situational question. So let me read the, the scenario. It goes like this. My husband has started to hang out with new friends that engage in ungodly behavior. And I'm worried that they will become a bad influence on his spiritual life. And I don't know if it is, if it is my place to ask him to cut his relationship with these friends off. Will I come out looking like a controlling spouse, or how should I approach that problem? Yeah, and the concern, of course, it's obvious to me by the very question that this is a woman who wants to honor God mm. uh, with respect to submission yes. and and embracing her role as her husband's uh, helper mm-hmm. without usurping his role as leader in their home. But what I would say is you absolutely have an obligation to raise concerns if he's headed in any direction that is dangerous to his own soul and dangerous to your relationship and dangerous to your home. That is absolutely the role of a Christian wife. Now there's a way to do it. Mm-hmm. First Peter chapter three addresses this. What do we do when you have an, uh, a disobedient husband? And God's word there encourages a woman to, to set her first focus on, on her demeanor, on her attitude, mm-hmm. on her own devotion to God, her submission to God. Uh, make sure that you're devoted to the Lord. Make sure that you address these issues in a way that reflects the very desire your question reflected. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm not wanting to usurp your role. I'm not mm-hmm. wanting to uh, lead you, but God has called me to be your helper, and this is dangerous. I'm so thankful personally for a wife who is strong in the Lord and strong in our relationship. She's not afraid to raise the issues that I mm-hmm. think about. I'm thankful for that. Every mm-hmm. Christian man uh, needs that. Submission is not silence. Hmm. Submission is not in any way pushing away from you the responsibilities that, re- that, that belong to all Christians. I often tell young couples in pre-marriage counseling, the best thing you'll ever do, and I say this to our married couples as well, the best thing you'll ever do for your marriage is just live the Christian life at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, you, if you, for a moment, I don't suggest we do this, but if you were to forget all the marriage-specific texts of the New Testament that tell us how to live in marriage, mm-hmm. and you just took all the one another's of the New Testament, and you lived those things at home, you'd have a great marriage. Mm-hmm. If you take everything the Bible teaches about what love is, 1 Corinthians 13, and just live that out at home, you're going to have a great marriage. So when you think about those, those mutual responsibilities that exist in the Christian life, which include correcting each other mm-hmm. right, humbly mm-hmm. with a spirit that says, let me examine myself first and make sure that my, and I've taken the, the beam out of my own eye before mm-hmm. I try to pull the splinter out of yours. All those things apply. But if I take seriously the, the need we have 
to love each other enough to correct each other, I can't dismiss that at home mm-hmm. and now say, well, I see my husband heading in a direction that's going to hurt him and me and our family, but I don't say anything. That's not love. That's not submission. That would be a distortion or a perversion of what submission is. So absolutely, dear lady, you have the right and the responsibility to raise those issues when you see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it isn't interesting that that even as uh, as let's just say men in this scenario, as they get older, there's they, there's still this sort of very juvenile temptation of peer pressure. Like you you meet new people and and they pressure you into these situations, and you're susceptible to it, and you might engage in ungodly behavior, like she said. So I want to go back to what you were saying about in the uh, marriage counseling uh, room, premarital counseling yeah. room, um, especially I've seen this before, especially men in in those premarital counseling situations are prone to once they get married to still sort of have this life um, uh, uh, where they're clinging to maybe their, their friendships and maybe this sort of behavior they had rather than sort of moving on to maturity and clinging to their wife. What, what do you say to the to the young men in the situations? I'm curious. Well, definitely, just as you leave father and mother and, and cling to your wife and a new family unit is formed, a new bond is formed, and that becomes the the primary human relationship you have in this world. That doesn't just apply to your family, that applies to your friendships too. Mm-hmm. I mean, your friendships are going to change in some ways when you get married. You're not, you're not single. You, you don't have the time. There are, there are new responsibilities that require time and mm-hmm. effort and focus. You have to devote yourself to those things when you get married. But I would also say we can take a step back and just get to, to what is true for all Christians, single or married. And that is we want to walk with companions, I'm thinking about Psalm 1 now, you know, who we walk with, who we sit down with, mm-hmm. whose counsel we take. You wanna walk with people who love the Lord Jesus Christ with all their hearts. You wanna walk with people who are pursuing holiness in life. So whether you're single or married, if you have friends who encourage companions, who encourage you in a way that would dishonor God, those are companions that you need to relate to for the purpose of evangelism but those should not be the people you're walking with on a daily basis. So I think people have to be honest about, about what is really the goal of, of their friendships. Is, is my goal really to evangelize this person? Sometimes we, we keep people close to us who aren't mm-hmm. healthy for us in the name of reaching them for Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then we never talk to them about Jesus. Mm-hmm. We go to ball games, we go to concerts, we go to wh- wherever, keeping them close to us, though we know they don't love the Lord and mm-hmm. though their lifestyle is not healthy for us, Keep them close in the name of reaching them for Christ. And then we never talk to them about mm-hmm. Christ. And in fact, sometimes as this wife is concerned about, you may actually compromise the word of God in your hanging out with them. How mm-hmm. is that going to reach them for Christ? So it gets to it gets even to the to the idea of, of ecclesiology. Mm-hmm. We don't reach the world as the church by being like the world. Mm-hmm. We reach the world by being like Christ. It is it is a people who are different from the world that are actually used by God to reach the world. And so it is with relationships and friendships. The more you are faithful to the standards of God's word, the greater evangelist you will be. So as the wife raises this concern we're talking about, if her husband were to counter with, well, I'm just trying to reach him for Christ, hmm. I, would, I would begin to question, are you really trying mm-hmm. to reach him for Christ? Because if so, the more Christ-like you are, the more powerful your life's message will be to your friend. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. Now, if you've made an observation or have a question related to this episode, just leave that in the comments section below. Now, be sure to go to our website, straighttruth.net, 
There you will find a host of information, including links to all of our social media channels like Facebook and Twitter. And if you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to like it and share it with family and friends. Lastly, go to the podcast section of iTunes and leave us a review. Now remember, Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.